I think he was uh, diagnosed in 2017. Okay. So this was around April of 2017. Yeah. So he was actually suffering from uh, like fever, night sweats, and uh, breathing difficulties, which got misdiagnosed as tuberculosis. Okay. Um. And uh, uh, he was staying alone in Bangalore. Uh, I was not staying with him. I'm his wife, so I was uh, staying in Gurgaon, and uh, we were both working in different cities. Right. So he was not feeling well, and he had lost weight also. Even though he was like really, really fit, he had been practicing a lot of yoga and working on his physical and mental health for quite some time. So he was very fit. Mm-hmm. Um, like even when he was diagnosed, his hemoglobin and all was was doing really, really well. But uh, the doctor uh, basically nearby, near us, near the hospital where he went, he just went to a normal doctor because we didn't think it was anything serious. It was probably just a bad case of a cough or something. So with this, like 15 days went by, but he wasn't feeling better even after starting the tuberculosis treatment. Okay. Um, so that's when we got a referral to take him to Apollo Hospital in Bangalore uh, only and we got referred to um, a pulmonologist there and uh, he was really really good and uh, even though like I think he found he figured that there was something else wrong like he had cancer or something he didn't uh, tell us so he kept us in the hospital and he did like a surgical biopsy and then he, uh, he came up with the diagnosis of uh, T-cell uh, lymphoblastic lymphoma. Okay. So, um, that is when he got diagnosed and it was just the two of us when we found out in the hospital. The doctor especially came uh, on a Sunday to speak to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we flew some of our family in to help us out and figure out what to do next. So, all of our, all of our family lives in uh, Gurgaon in Delhi. So, we technically don't have any family members in Bangalore. I had also just flown in for uh, taking care of him and helping him out and taking some time off from work. So uh, that's when like uh, we decided to take him back to Gurgaon because we were like completely lost and we didn't understand at all like what should we do, what should we not do and how quickly do we need to get his treatment started and we weren't getting as much clarity from anywhere as we wanted. Mm. So, you know, you, the typical thing that you do, you keep looking at Google and you keep checking uh, survival chances and this and that and we were just doing things like that. Um, so, we took him back to Gurgaon because his family had a few doctors and they helped us uh, get into Medanta Hospital in Gurgaon where his treatment was started. So, that was a very, very difficult phase for him because uh, he's the kind of person who works well with having a lot of information. Like, if you hide things from him or if you tell him, like, give him false promises or something, that doesn't go well with him. Hmm. But our experience with Miranda was very difficult because the doctors had a very different way of treating patients there. Like, they would not give all the information. Um, and, you know, the nurses and all were not very, very caring. Like, in the sense, like, they were not well trained to handle cancer patients over there. So, hygiene was an issue and, like, just the hospital was really, really crowded. Okay. And he stayed in the hospital for, I think, around 40 days okay. for the first phase of his treatment. Yeah. Do you have any questions so far? No, no. Is this the kind of information you're looking for? Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, I think there he was not doing very well like mentally just because of the way things were getting handled and all of us were also like very, very lost. Um, we didn't get a lot of good guidance from our doctors and you know, everybody's way of talking is very like, it's okay, don't think too much about it, you'll be fine, don't think about your job. So he was worried that I'm going to lose my job, I'm not even in the same city anymore and Nobody was telling him how long the treatment will take. He kept asking like how long does it all have to go on and nobody would tell him. Yeah. And even the senior most doctors, they kept saying, oh, don't think about it, just think about right now and take it one day at a time, etc. Which is not something, um, now I understand it's not a great way to sort of work with a cancer patient or their family. Like we, we were in the dark even after starting treatment for a good two to three weeks. Okay. And this is when like uh, he was actually his biggest advocate because he kept fighting and kept saying no I want to see my treatment for protocol. I want full clarity of what drugs are being given, what are the potential side effects and how I should deal with them. Yeah. The doctors were not sharing any of that information. They were just like we'll take care of you and like you don't worry about all of this and you know read books and like do chanting and do this and do that and watch our TV shows. Uh, he's not that kind of a person. Like he's really, really smart and he's very uh, intellectual in how he thinks about things. So you can't just tell him watch a TV show and stop thinking about cancer. Yeah. Um, plus he was like super worried about his work even though his colleagues and his manager were telling him that it's fine, you take care of things. Like he wanted clarity so that he could tell his office how long he was not going to be there. So I think one of the biggest things that none of us as family also understood was that he wanted to know like when he can go back to normal or like what his life is going to be like and he wanted to prepare himself for it and nobody was helping him do that. Yeah. So um, so this went on for like a month and then also we had like after that his treatment protocol total was like around three years long. So okay. um, almost uh, after a month is when we learned all of this detailed information and like that is after a lot of fighting and struggling with the hospital. So in yeah. general, we were not really happy with the hospital environment and how he was being treated there um, and the kind of information that was being shared. So that's when we uh, uh, found some other family members who knew of like some good hemato-oncologists back in Bangalore. So one of the things we wanted was to bring him back to Bangalore so that he didn't feel so unsafe about his work and, you know, my work and the fact that how are we going to manage our life and what the people in Medanta told us that, oh, you should forget about your jobs, it's okay, your families have money and they can take care of you and we didn't want it to be that way. We wanted to take care of ourselves. We didn't want to suddenly became dependent both of us on our families so this was also a time that I was considering quitting my job but I had found a job in Bangalore now so it was like a double whammy like after looking for so long to try to start living with him I finally found a a job in Bangalore but now we were in Gurgaon so I had to postpone my joining date as well so that's when we found a really good doctor in Bangalore itself in a new hospital called Sightcare so his name is Dr. Hari Menon. He's actually quite renowned in the hemato-oncology space. And he had moved from Tata Memorial in Bombay to Bangalore to set up hemato-oncology in site care. Okay. So there we sort of, um, I first came here with my brother to meet him while uh, Karthike was still in the hospital in 
Gurgaon. So I met him and after meeting him, I realized that this is how you should treat a cancer patient and their family. Like the way he shared information and the way he sort of gave us consolation and the way he was more upfront about things. And we found the hospital also like it was a cancer hospital. So just far more suitable to a cancer patient's needs. Like yeah. from the day, from the moment you enter the hospital. So it was small, it wasn't very crowded and it seemed very well equipped. Right. So after the finishing the first two months of treatment, uh, even though it was pretty high risk to make him travel, yeah. uh, we decided to sort of move him uh, to Bangalore for treatment. Okay. Uh, Isha, can I just call you back in a minute? I'm getting another call. I'll just call you back in like two minutes. Sure, sure. To Bangalore. And uh, I think that is when like he started feeling a little better and a little more relaxed about his treatment. So he was responding well and uh, I think when we moved him from Gurgaon, like he was already, uh, most of the tumours had uh, started dissolving from the first uh, two months of chemo. And uh, obviously he had like some side effects etc. But uh, overall like he was responding well and the moment he came back to Bangalore and he actually went to see his new doctor and the new hospital, he just immediately started feeling so much better because he just felt more in control of things and the way he was treated there, he was treated with a lot more respect um, and uh, uh, he felt like, okay, these people can actually take care of me and answer my questions as they are not just like asking me to sit quietly and just like let everything happen and one of the very good things that his new oncologist told him was that he should resume work if his counts are okay. Uh, WBC counts are something that is continuously monitored in most cancer patients. So uh, that really encouraged him that okay, like this doctor and this team that is taking care of me is like open to me having a normal life and not just giving up my job, giving up my work and giving up my earning capabilities and anything that gives me self-respect and independence. So, um, that really gave him confidence and actually after the first three months, even though he was going to hospitals several times a week for chemo and like he was getting admitted as well, he started going back to work slowly as well. Like he would work from home and then he would go to work a few times a week. So, um, I think that is when his emotional recovery from like what had happened really started when he could start resuming his normal life. So uh, his mother actually uh, came ba- came to Bangalore with us to help us out because both of us were working and we had to manage his treatment as well. She was also working. She took a one year long sabbatical to help us out and take care of him. And after the first year of treatment is when she finally went back and resumed her work as well. She's a teacher. So, that really helped us. So, uh, I think his treatment got over uh, around the middle of 2019. Uh, Obviously, there were like a lot of rough patches and more than the early part, the later part of the treatment when the chemo has actually taken its toll on the body were like really, really hard for him. Um, But he has uh, coped decently well from it and he has managed to keep his job like both of us have managed to keep our jobs and like make sure that we were taking care of ourselves financially. One of the big things that we learned was like 
how important things like knowing about health insurance for example we had no idea when his first surgery happened in bangalore for diagnosis we had no idea how to deal with all of that i had not even listed him as a dependent in uh, dependent in my health insurance at work like things were so bad like we had no idea how to deal with all of this so that is something we learned really well in the process and i think one of the things i tell everybody is like get your finances into uh, place and just understand how to uh, fund your treatment that is a very very important part and obviously we were blessed because we had insurance and we had like family who could support us if needed that is many times not the case for many people so my like two big pieces of advice from this would be you have to be your own advocate and i felt sometimes i wasn't an advocate enough for him that i didn't know what were the right questions to ask uh, the doctors on his behalf because you know the doctors don't take the patient that seriously sometimes so you and your family have to become the advocate and push with like big important questions about the protocol and the choices you are making um uh, and uh, in the initially we didn't understand fully like how quickly should we start the treatment so we were feeling a lot of pressure to start the treatment because he was genuinely very unwell like there was fluid in, in his heart and it was just the tumor was getting bigger day by day so his cancer was really really fast growing but most cancers are not so you can actually take a few days and speak to the right people and consult friends family doctors as many people as possible um i think india doesn't have enough support infrastructure which like if you go on chat forums etc they are very uk based or us based uh, india doesn't have a lot of those support systems easily available but now like with some of the work that dimple is doing that is something we are hoping to see more of which will help people more just in terms of getting information to cope with things better so the most important part is to be your own advocate and like fight for yourself uh because many times like doctor or the support staff will not take you seriously because our hospitals are so crowded and it's just a bad habit in our country to not take uh people's medical issues seriously like we ourselves don't take them seriously many times we underplay our problems and uh doctors also you know try to suppress it saying oh it's nothing and you don't need to worry about it which is not a good thing for cancer patients it it makes them feel trivialized uh and you know when you try to tell them oh but this person has it so much worse so you should not feel bad about yourself that's the other really like even the doctors are guilty of doing it we are guilty of doing it we'll compare their situation with other people and say oh somebody else had it so much worse mm-hmm. that's not a good thing to do mm-hmm. so yeah those were that was our experience in general like uh if you have any specific questions i'm happy to answer no i think you answered everything um yeah okay great thank you so much for sharing yeah